Lit Lifestyle Podcast. It's your boy Dub J in the building. The boss is here. T. Will. And who else do we have the pleasure to meet with today? This is Belinda, the artist, Unforgettable Bakery and Cafe. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So tell us a little bit about your uh, about your bakery and the, how you got the name and how it all started. Oh, I love that the name. Un- Unforgettable Bakery and Cafe is um, a bakery with a purpose. Um, was giving that you know it should be a bakery with a purpose you know probably like two or three years after um, we began but um, the name Unforgettable actually came from Miss Willie who's probably probably 79, 80 now she came when we first opened she had our chicken salad sandwich and she had a piece of our coconut cake and then we had a basket at the counter and said, name our shop, because the lawyer said that we could not keep the, the, the former name. And we were trying to find a name, you know. Mm-hmm. Being from Haiti, I wanted to do Caribbean something, this and that, different names, and it just wasn't going through uh, the process. And Miss Willie had uh, uh, some chicken salad, and Miss Willie had some um, coconut cake, and she came back from doing her after eating lunch. She said, Belinda. I have a name for your bakery. Unforgettable bakery. I would say addiction, but that would not go really well with, <laughs> <laughs> with Chatham County. And so we said, oh, we love that name, Unforgettable Bakery. So that's how the name is has come, you know? Okay, okay. Definitely. Ms. Lona, I like that. Um, I've heard that your motto is let food be the medicine. Tell me where that comes from, because that's kind of inspiring. Let food be thy medicine. Well, you know, God intended for the food that we eat, you know, to heal our bodies. Yeah. And you're going to hear people, you know, that's turning vegan, that's doing vegetarian, that doesn't, you know. Mm. I think that food mm-hmm. really, you know, it's the way I think that, you know, the meat, we'll talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the way they're just processing it now. That's uh-huh. why it's right. not good for us. Right. But God created that for us to eat, <laughs> you know. And so when I say let food be, be thy medicine, you know, it's 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 how we eat. You know what I'm saying? And, I, and I'm and i a bakery also, and I do cakes, you know. And I don't believe a slice of cake is going to harm anybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you a little very funny story. People always come to the shop and look for Belinda. And then when they see me, they say, oh, you don't look like Belinda. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be humongous and big. And I'm like, oh, well, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but, you know, I would have a slice of cake. Yeah. And but at the way I eat. So if I have a piece of meat, it's not going to be a big piece of meat, right? It's going to be vegetable, it's going to be grain. Moderation. Mm-hmm. It's moderation and everything. Right. right. And so if let food be my diet medicine, you have to have your grains, okay? Your vegetable, mm-hmm. your greens, your water. You know, even too much water is not good for you. <laughs> so everything really in moderation. And so let food be my diet medicine, you it, there's a there's no excuse really now um, to that term because 
Um, you can go online and just do some research. What's good for you and not? Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, people come to me and said, you know, you know, what is that? When I was a little girl in Haiti, um, you know, all the stuff that we used to take for granted, like the herbs, yeah. that's what people want now. You know, people want herbs, like the ginger beer that is becoming so popular. Yeah. People just come and say, Belinda, oh my God, what was that? It's ginger, <laughs> you know? So if you go and say, what is ginger good for? You Google it. Yeah, Google, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> um, it'll tell you what it's good for. And I, I experienced the ginger beer, you know. Um, last week, I was just, you know, you right next to my yeah. barbershop. You uh -huh. know, so I came out, saw, you know, my best friend in their fleet, and I went in there, you know, Aww. just talking to him. Mm -hmm. And, hey, he was like, man, try this ginger beer. <laughs> yeah. Try the ginger beer. So, I mean, I tried the ginger beer. He was like, yeah, it's good for nasal passages. And he's telling me that. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it had an acquired taste, but I can understand what you're saying. So I left, got up the street, and I realized I didn't even know, like, my nasals was, you know, as clogged up as it was, you know, yeah. start clearing up certain things. I called them back. I was like, man, you were right. I got to come get some of that. Right. You know, make so drunk I appreciated like that. 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 <laughs> well, it's not really alcohol. It's just a gen ginger drink. It's just a ginger drink, you know. I... S it's just so it's ginger. like ginger it's, root type. It's the ginger yeah, pure. The way I do it, it's the the real thing. So when you go and buy, I've experienced when I go to a restaurant, which you know I'm gonna say I don't go as often anymore because I'm always disappointed. Almost, always, almost disappointed. That's your crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I can taste what they put in the food, and I'm like, ah, not going there. Um, so when you go and buy ginger beer at other places, really, it's like. It's like they give you water down, whatever. It's not ginger. And so, you know, and I've tested. I said, well, did you make it in-house? And the wood staff look at me like, oh, yeah, we did. I said, oh, that's not ginger beer. But anyway, because I know, you know, I know what it is to be. So it's the wood, and then we just grind it. I don't even mm -hmm. strain it. It's the pure ginger. And I don't put sugar in it. It's agave. Straight drop. Straight drop. Okay? So... So when you drink it, it's, you know, some people, you know, it's, a, it's good for you. It has this. Just this, before we went on break um, for for Christmas, there's a lady who came. She bought a, a glass. She went home. She had a call. She said, girl, I want to come back and buy a gallon. <laughs> Just came back and bought a gallon, you know. So when you put food in your body that yeah. helps you with whatever, it heals itself. Yeah. Right. You know, and for mm -hmm. people who watching, ginger beer is not an alcoholic beverage. No. So you're not about to go there and turn <laughs> up and get rid of your cold at the same time. Yeah. It ain't Want happen. It go get a hot toddy or something if you want that. Yeah, and it it is not <clears throat> that. It it is not that. And and you know, I want to say that we do bakery and we do our food. Some people walk. Some people walk in our shop and leave because the food they don't want to eat it because it's just very healthy. If yeah. I didn't eat it. I would not serve it to you okay. because I'm in the business of serving people. And when I want to serve you, I want to do the best job. Right, <laughs> but like the things that I would eat, I would give to you. You know, my friend Robbie comes and, you know, and he calls Belinda. Oh. I want to eat uh, something and <laughs> 637, you know, it's my good friend. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it for him because he said, you know what? I don't, I don't know what I'm going to eat out there because, you know, because it's not healthy. So beans, grains, vegetable, piece of meat, I'm not going to say not to. I'm a little girl from Haiti, and I love meat. But you don't want to overdo it, you right, know. Right. I don't want people not to give up meat. If that's what you feel like you have to do, do it. But don't eat like five, three, four, five pieces of fried chicken. It's just simple. <laughs> that's that why they good. serve celery with hot wings. Nobody eats the celery. They just want the meat. I do. They want the meat. I love the celery. And then you got hard stool. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, you said care. <laughs> Got that clip. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so do you sell like turkey burgers there or anything? Or just Well what we sell is roasted turkey. Roasted turkey. We don't buy it. We we buy a whole turkey and we uh-huh. roast it. So do y'all sell like like vegetarians type like Oh absolutely like vegan. vegan yeah. yeah. We have vegan, we have some soups on the menu. We have black bean burger, we have the black bean soup, we have the salads. Mm-hmm. We have all that. We have. Uh, I think our menu is very, you know, it covers people's yeah. choices. It's Belinda. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite dish? I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I get that all the time. What is your favorite dish? And I tell people, they say, I really my favorite dish there is the black beans and rice. Black I like beans black beans and rice. Because I'm just from Haiti, I like black beans and rice. But I'm telling you, our crab cake is excellent. Our salmon is good. And mm-hmm. you know, from Haiti also, we like hot. Mm-hmm. food, you know? Right. So I wouldn't say the sandwiches because they, you know, it's chicken, you know? But we have a sandwich. It's called a Spanish um, tuna. Mm. It's, a, it's sort of like a melted tuna. You know, and being being like I'm originally from Miami, I grew up on all national, Haitian food. Haitian food. And that's mm-hmm. the main thing, Haitian and Jamaican. And mm-hmm. me and my mom, we used to love that because you pull up at a Haitian or Jamaican restaurant, they mm-hmm. overfoot feed you. They, like, you spend $7 at McDonald's, you got a burger and fries, you go there, you got a plate, yeah. you got lunch, and you might have some leftovers you for dinner. You might have dinner. That's you know, right. So That's when right. it comes to the black beans mm-hmm. and the rice, mm-hmm. I grew up on that. That's one right. of my favorite dishes, right. black beans, rice with chicken, or maybe salmon, something like that. Absolutely. You Definitely. could even dive some chicken. But, you know, so that would be vegan, right? Because in mm-hmm. our black beans, all it has really, guys, it's fresh herbs, the beans, Sorted vegetable, and it's very hearty and really good for you. That's it. No um, meat, no nothing like that. You know, so, and it it is good. Mm-hmm. Sound like you do a whole lot of cooking. Is there ever a time that you want somebody to cook for you? I know you have a hard time <laughs> in restaurants because you sitting back, people are like that's not how this goes. This is manufactured. Um, of course I've had people that cook for me actually. Everybody I've dated cook for me. Oh man, I, I do have people that cook for me. No, I I, I, I do. I, I when I go on vacation to my sister's house, I never cook, or my friend's house, I never cook. They get mad with me. And they, I've been waiting for you to pull up. <laughs> like, you, you got the restaurant. Because my sisters, you know, they they great cook also. I, I think it's a gift that was given to us. So I, I really love enjoy people's meal. It's just that I want hearty, healthy, good cooked meal. Not like our own cooking. You know, it's like it's like when I when I go to my sisters, I, I just can't, I I just love to go because you know we're the same way. Mm-hmm. So yes, anybody that wanna cook for me, please <laughs> pull up with a plate. It's hard for people to mix hearty and healthy because a lot of times people think, well, it's healthy, it ain't gonna fill me up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it's and it's hard for people to wrap their mind around cooking a healthy and hearty meal. You know, I mean, is there anything that you can say or give any? I ain't trying to give you to give give away the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> any type of advice to help people eat healthier? You know what? I think that I'm gonna tell you. Um, for example, Robbie, I'm putting you on the spot because Robbie called me and I said, "Make it, me something it, that you it. that you would wanna eat." The other day, I've he said he wanted spinach. And I didn't have I didn't have uh, you know spinach and I mix it with um, watercress and I sauteed it for him with garlic and a little salt and pepper and a little vinegar. Vinegar and, and little cooking does, goes a lot because it takes the 
flavor and it's just really and if you want to put sweet if you want to put sugar because it the taste you want to sort of put a little honey a little maple syrup a little agave no sugar Mm. So anyway, I made that for him, and Harvey said, oh, I could eat that. And also, we had black rice. And he said, what is a black rice blender? Wow. It has more fiber. It's a grain. You chew, chew it. it. Right. The white rice make it, you, you can, can see, see the difference when you put it in your blend, mm-hmm. beans, right? It makes it big, but the black it rice, up. it swells up. The black rice, <laughs> Robbie said, I'm chewing, I'm chewing. I said, yeah, it's good for you to chew. <laughs> But very good, but very good, you know. I uh, roast a lot of vegetable, you know. With, mm-hmm. Again, you're roasting your vegetable. All you have to do, if you take a, if I I'll give you a recipe quick, take your, I like red cabbage. I love red cabbage. You take your cabbage, you slice some red onion, some fresh garlic. You sort of like put a little um, olive oil, salt and pepper, right? And then you sort of like and put it in your oven and roast it. I mm. kid you not. It is so good that you say, what is that? You know? So I, instead of frying it, instead of putting all that things in it. And in fact, the collard green that I, that I, that I cook also, it takes like 10 minutes, guys. 10 minutes. Wait a second. It does not take like overnight to cook your collard green because by that time you had taking the nutrients the all the nutrients are out of it right. so you know that's I and I said that I really don't want somebody to call me because so many people call me over the holiday to make their collard green <laughs> oh that was good for me but I want to teach people I want to teach people put sugar in your greens which one the, the, the collard green Oh, no, no, I don't put sugar in the collard green. Oh, okay. Robbie had it. You, Robbie, you I have to. Robbie had the collard green. You put vinegar in it. Yeah, we can put a little vinegar. Speaking of vinegar, this is gonna be crazy, but it's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like my friends, my wife, know when I was younger. When it comes to ramen noodles, mm-hmm. I can make gourmet ramen noodles. Mm-hmm. And what I used to do sometimes, mm-hmm. I used to take a top full of vinegar, mm-hmm. and I used to drop it yeah. in there with the season and mm-hmm. whip it. Mm-hmm. And well, when I ate it, it, it was like, wow, nobody never knew. That was my secret sauce. Well, that, 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 I'm giving you that too. Vinegar is what I cook with. You put hot sauce in it, and the hot sauce got the vinegar done. No, I don't think that. Vinegar is something that I want the whole thing. I want the whole experience yeah. chopping up my noodles. This ain't, this ain't macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is noodles, man. It is noodles, right? No, I can make some fancy noodles too. Um, but yeah, the vinegar and everything I cook with vinegar so my collard green has vinegar mm-hmm. it does mm. not have sugar okay. and no it takes sugar. and it takes 10 minutes oh. ten, 10 minutes, minutes. I'm going to stop on that no. uh, so yeah so you know I, I you don't need to and it's green it stays green because people who overcook it it becomes brown right yeah. it stays green so the way you prepare your yeah the way you prepare your food also has a lot to do with it you know to keep the nutrient if you could you know and you know it's like I said you know let food be thy medicine all those yeah. are just really stuff that we can learn from and and just do it you know I mean I'm I'm happy when people come and say you know can you make it for me I'm happy but there's certain things that you know if you don't want to come out to see me or to go to a restaurant or you know. Um, 
just you can make your own you know really you know you really can and and also i don't take unless the restaurant is very i don't know that people even even the girls at the shop i, I have to watch them you can't put this and that because mm -hmm. they want i said that's not what make it really good mm -hmm. you know all the oil we don't cook with butter even our crab cake oh, does not have no butter, butter? Our crab cake does not oh, have polyethylene. No butter. Yeah, we'll still butter. be good. We I don't know. like butter. But I never really like butter fan. <laughs> and I'm glad you said it because everybody thinks they got to put butter in everything. No. I got a buddy of mine who put, I I'm put butter in his noodles. Like, who yeah, are you? Exactly. Like, like a cholesterol <laughs> master. You know? Mm -hmm. You're walking You're walking heart attack. Right. You know? Why? You don't need it because it doesn't really give it flavor. I mean, you know, I, like I said, you know, it's just... It's, it, it, and if you... We had, I had roasted vegetable, you know, I had my friend over and then we had roasted vegetable and she was eating. She said, Belinda, how do you make food so good? And she just <laughs> saw me and I didn't do much with it. It was roasted in the oven, you know? I'm like, okay. so. But you know what happened is that because you don't put all the seasoning, you're able to taste the flavor of the food. The natural flavor. The natural yeah. flavor, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, I gotta come off of the food for a second because she's kind of making me hungry. Yeah. Like, I, I'm, I'm feeling like everybody else probably like, when's she gonna make me up late? But I, I want to talk about the, the nonprofit organization that you have, the Unforgettable um, Dream Kids. Let's get on that because that's, that's inspiring as well. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you asked that and then you didn't explain about the Haitian one because I'm Haitian and, I, and I've raised money for them and we've done things. But you know, I came here speaking about Haitian being a, you know, shithole and I'm sorry I said oh, it, oh. but I'm going to say it. But when I came here, I used to live in Massachusetts and I've been in the States for a while, you mm -hmm. know. And I and I lived and 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 uh, message and I came here, and with my ex husband and got a divorce, decided to stay, you know. And I met people. I met very affluent people, mm -hmm. and I'm beginning to meet people that have nothing, mm -hmm. that really lives in what you call Savannah shithole, if mm -hmm. I may use that. <laughs> and it is not okay. Yeah. It is not okay. I am not from Savannah. But I have a platform. I've seen people that have so much. And, you know, those people are my clients. They're my guests. They're my friends. And I am happy for them. But I think that some of them don't know the reality where they're living. Well, you have to live and go to Haiti to do mission. It's okay. If your God's called you to Haiti, you should do that. But as I begin to um, get to know the community, the black community, the more I become... I know it, and I said the poverty, the the lack of education, the lack of training, kids killing kids. You know, one of the uh, a girl that works with me, my one of my assistant, her brother was was very prominent, promising a young man got shot and killed, and I and I and I have a car. I just bought a new car, and it's so expensive. <laughs> And I'm not crap. How am I gonna pay? Oops. How am I gonna pay for that car? You know, pay for that car. And I said, Robbie, I need to drive a little Uber. <laughs> and I can, I can do. No, no, no. I can do both. No, no. I am like, you know, hustle a good one. <laughs> I said, how am I gonna expensive car? And I said, my friend said, well, just do Uber. And I said, oh, gosh, I want... But anyway... You pull up in an Uber and give me a pound cake while I'm in the backseat. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so what I do that. is I bring huh? my card, yeah. and I, you know, I drive people when I, you know, like before he, I came here, I drove two people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that in a while because I've been so busy. Mm -hmm. But 
I dropped people in houses where they had like 100 car park in their driveway. Mm. And I drove people and I said, oh my gosh, is this part of Savannah? Is people living here? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Be and I said that's not okay, but, but you know it's a combination of that. You know I met young people that I said, "Where are you going to school? They're in eleventh grade." Oh, I don't know. Mm. What do you know? When my daughter who just left for college was in ninth grade, or when she was five, I said, "Girl, all A's forever, because we're gonna go and get somebody to pay our college because we can pay it because we don't have the kind of money." But you know what? When you're smart. So many people are looking for for somebody to help because people have so much money and they will do that. So as I began to just, you know, and my life is just going never the way I had planned it, but it's okay because God has called me to do this for now. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, um, I said, man, it's not fair. My daughter graduated from Savannah Arts. She got accepted to all the schools that she applied with wow. good scholarship. And then she was going to Boston University. That school is very, it's higher than Harvard. Mm. All I have to pay is very minimal for that. Yeah. And I'm a single mom. Yeah. It's because I was, I was at her all the time. Nothing but A, you're going to do this as hobby, you're going to do that. Mm. And I went to BU and I said, man, how many people in Savannah can really send their kids to this school? Yeah. Not because I had money, but because a lot of people don't know. They think that, you know, you have to have a lot of money to send to your kids to those things. And God has begun to work in me. Belinda, you need to do something. Belinda, you need to do something. So, anyway, our uh, Unforgettable Dream Kids is a name we just began. And we have our friends and the committee. And then we're just trying to partner with parents. Sort of like to guide them. To show them. Somebody say, how did you send your daughter your oldest to Borden. How did you send your um, youngest to um, to BU? And my son, he's in community college, he's in college. Right. Yeah. You know? But how did you do that? So that's where this program comes from. So we're gathering a lot of people that want to give themselves, right. help people. We can't, we can't afford, guys, to really have our young people killing each other. Right. I... I, I it breaks my heart to see young women with three, four, five, six kids with six different daddy, and they come. They said, my, he came with the anchor in his feet, one of the people that I was helping. He said, my mom had like eight children, and she's 32. We, we need to help those people to help their kids, because you know what? If you don't know, yeah. You cannot hold it. So because I know I can help somebody, right. and the people that are, you know, they, we, we all can help somebody, and that's where the unforgettable. Once you know what you gonna do with it. Because you know, it's like you should know what you're gonna do uh, when you're in ninth grade, you know. And and my daughter, like I was saying, she went to Savannah Arts. She knew what she wanted to do. Some of her peers didn't even apply to college. Wow. That is not okay. You don't have to go to college, obviously, because not everybody is going to be able to go to college, right? Or to go to college, one day. But what about an electrician? <laughs> what about a plumber? Those make more money. No, those make more money than the doctors, than the lawyers. I mean, you can make a lot. When I call somebody to fix my refrigerator, for like 15 minutes, it's 200 and some dollars, you guys. Right. Right. My entrepreneur can come in different forms. Sometimes people say, well, if I'm a plumber, I ain't going to make this. But okay, what if you can be able to learn how to do plumbing and have your own plumbing? 
business yeah. that turns into a company that turns into a corporation. Exactly. You know, what about that? What about that? Enterprise. And so, and I'm, I'm, I'm one person that dream big. You know, because my God is big God. Yeah. And so when you, when you, when you, because, hey, if I go back to tell you that some people told me, Belinda, after I got a divorce, they said, Belinda, don't stay in Savannah because Savannah, you will never make it. Mm. Yeah. You don't tell that to a Haitian girl. <laughs> Do you know where she's from? Do you know where she's from? Yeah. But you know what I mean? You don't say that because you know what? If God allowed me to come. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and speaking of that nonprofit organization, I, I'm i not Haitian, but I can appreciate it because I didn't know how good I had it. You know, when I was, when I was growing up as a kid in Miami, in the deep hood, in the during the middle of the crack epidemic mm. you know some of my family was a part of it mm. and i've witnessed gunshots hiding behind hiding behind, between the sink and the tub while people shooting mm. behind you you know and then you know i go to my dad's house and next door i had you know i had a lot of i had, had a lot of haitian friends mm-hmm. and one day i go over to the house and i see this kid his little brother he was bathing outside in a bucket mm-hmm. and some other people in the neighborhood they had to wait till it rained just the bathe. So while it was raining, we're in the house. We hear people outside in the back. They're talking inside. What are you doing? My dad said, what are bathing? So at that point, as a kid, I was like, man, we don't know how good we have it. Even even in the conditions where I'm raised that we don't know how good we have it. You know, and I can appreciate that because a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I grew up around, different nationalities that are Haitian, some people in Miami, you know what I mean? They call them Zoe. You know, I grew up around those, so I can appreciate what you're doing. Mm-hmm, you know? You know, and, and see, because you know, um, I grew up in Haiti and I never was poor. I never was born in Haiti. In fact, when I went to Haiti in 2013, because my mom, my parents were like hustling. My parents were like, they just worked. And then, and my mom, actually, my dad, when he came to New York or to Boston to get treatment, some of those nurses were some of the people he helped, you know. So but if, if you saw that, if you saw that, and mm-hmm. that was in Miami, right? Right. So imagine, and like, yeah. Haiti also. Oh, right. that's probably the, what they used to. Right. So if giving an opportunity, and I'm, I would like to go back and see some of those kids, what mm-hmm. they have become. Mm-hmm. We get more of an opportunity than them and still don't do anything with exactly. it. And those same people that I'm telling you about now, mm-hmm. They family and then they have business up That's around exactly 27th right. Avenue Miami. Because, because they're gonna, they understand the they, 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 They're going to do it. That's exactly right. And then you can, you know, and you know what I think also being from Haiti, and I think that there is a, 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 there is a sense that we're not brothers. I'm from Haiti. You could be from, you, your great-grandparent could, could have been from Haiti, you know. We have to get together to sort of like, I, as much as I love to just go and help the Haitian, and I and I am as much as I can, but I feel like there's a crisis right here where we live. You know, mm-hmm. we do have it good, yeah. But there's still a lot of people who's not taking advantage. Now you could be in the in the in the hood. That's what you call it. You could become. Mr. Uh, General Surgeon, what's a guy name? You know, but somebody has to guide you. Right. Yeah. And you have to have a mom and a dad that's going to push you. So the one who don't have both, you know, we're going to say, come, let me show you. Let me tell you how you could do. And it has to start when we were trying, talking about our um, um, unforgettable dream kids. Yeah. We, um, you know, who should we target? And my friends, they kept saying, no, Belinda, you cannot partner somebody with a doctor. 
you have to partner with the family. Right. Because if you tell the mom, if I can, if I share that with the mom what I did to help my children, well, maybe they could duplicate that. And then we could, you know, help them with whatever is needed. But then we would work as a group to help that kid. Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the family can be a problem, and you you helping that kid out, but then when you leave and you drop that exactly. kid off, you have to deal with something that you know nothing exactly. about. So you have to attack the you core have of the, the problem. Core, and this is right. why I said I don't like the word mentor, my friend. What is the word? It's mentor. It has to be guiding. <laughs> it has to be something else. It's probably the same thing, but mentor. They drop you. Mm-hmm. They leave you. What's happening here? Exactly. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so how do you feel about the the comment Trump made that you just mentioned before about the the shitholes? Shitholes. Well, you know, I'm a I'm gonna tell you a little bit about Haitian people. So, like in Savannah or New York or whatever, they are the haves, the haves not, Mm -hmm. and the underprivileged. You know, it's same thing here. You know, except probably in Haiti. The, the one that don't have, it's more of them than probably the prominent one. And there's also a problem that, you know, uh, America, America came to Haiti and took a lot of their resources, you know. And then when we became independent, you know, they didn't like that because we were the first, you know. And so we've suffered because, you know, we had our independence. But Haitian people are very resilient. Haitian people don't mind working. And if you happen to see a Haitian person that is cleaning at any places you go to see their house their car they're driving and their kids are gonna be mostly doctors lawyers engineers plumber teachers in fact anderson cooper i don't know if you guys heard him one of his instructor uh, a math professor was a haitian okay they got stores they behind the counter but when they go home all of these yeah. kids, they go into private school. They go to private they school. They drive good cars, but all you see is them behind the counter. And then you start, you just, oh, they have an accent. Oh, they this. Oh, they that. You cannot do that. And 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 that's what, you know. And so when he said that, ignorance, but when he said that, it, it hurts. But I would like to challenge people to get to know some Haitian or a Haitian. Get to be friends with them. And they will be able to teach you one thing or two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love people. They are. They don't mind working. They give. I came here to Savannah, despite why the struggles I had. I'm serving the community. Yeah. I'm not taking from the community. I am giving back to the community. In fact, Haitian people have been here for the longest. If you go to city market, mm-hmm. we have fought for Savannah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yep, that is true. Okay. So Haitian people they have, have a celebration every year. Yep. Haitian people have been here for a long time, and we don't come here to go on welfare, to go yeah. and do this, to go and do that. We come to work because our country doesn't have the resources that they ain't it, asking it for does. no handouts. Mm-hmm. And we're not asking you to do that. We're not asking you to do this. But listen, I have Haitian people. You know, remember when they call us? Uh, we had the we 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 brought the aids to to the country. And some of those children that had to face that in school are big doctors, big lawyers, yeah. engineers, CFO. I have some friends that are president of university, some of them mm-hmm. that are. So when they come, they don't come to get, they give to serve. So when you become a president of university, you're so humble because God has brought you there. And so what you're doing, you know what, you're serving like five, ten thousand 10,000 children. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That's what, That's what Haitian people do. Haitian people don't, you know, Haitian, and, and out of any place, you're going to find people that are doing things that are not. But for most of us, for most of us, we're going to come and we're going to serve. We're going to love, we're going to give, and we're going to help. So we really, that was very hurtful and mm -hmm. unfortunate. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm. It's such a. It to me, it's so inspiring just to to sit next to you and uh, to to listen to you speak and just hear a lot of your story and what you're doing in the community and your business. Just to know how wrong our president is, you know, about some of the, the things he says is to me again. It's just a blessing to be able to sit next to you and listen to your story and just know that he's such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sad. It's you so know. so sad. You know, our duty as, as people of God, as me, is just to pray for the president because that's what God yeah. says. Once he's in the office, we need to pray for him. And also, you know, it's like, how? And, and you know, I, I was going to say the evangelical, white evangelical and some mm -hmm. black voted for Trump to be in power. Mm -hmm. And God knows. He ordained government. You know, God knows, you know. But God embraced all people, you know, immigrants, <laughs> this and that and this, you know. And so I'm really wrestling a lot with that, Yeah. you know. If I call myself Christian and I'm like, if you don't love, remember I told you that the greatest commitment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart and love your neighbors as yourself. And I'm having problem with people that saying that the president is a Christian mm. if he doesn't have that in his heart. Mm. I'm having trouble with that, and right. it's a, it's a, I'm troubled by that, yeah. and I'm troubled by the the people that are saying, you know, I'm gonna go and support him, and the people who's like, and I'm not against him because me, and 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 and, and at certain points I vote issues, I don't vote, you know, Republican, Democrat, or whatever. Yeah. I vote the issues, right. you know, and if we didn't go out and vote people. <laughs> We elected it, Trump too. <laughs> we are guilty. Yeah. Right. Okay. Absolutely right. And so, and I'm not saying that I was for Hillary. I mean, you know, everybody have their. You have to pick your battle. Right. You have right. to pick right. your battle. You know, and so, yeah, I, I, you know, and and we need to pray for him because God is, God knows what's gonna happen in mm -hmm. this government because it's really too chaotic forward. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, mm -hmm. You still gotta have compassion sometimes for the people that says and does the wrong Well, things. you have to. Yeah, definitely. You have, you know, that's how your blessing is coming. Mm -hmm. Because when the people came, they thought that I was going to be upset. I said, oh, yeah. why am I upsetting at him? Because ignorance makes people say things that they don't know. Mm -hmm. And then, you know. Right. But also, you know what? We know what Trump could say. I mean, it didn't, I don't think it shocked anybody that Trump, right. Trump said it. What about people that are not saying it and yeah. thanking that's it? That's who you should right. be worried about. And that comment in front of you thinking that they're a friend and then, you know, thinking right, like that. Right. I'd rather you let me know up front versus just saying one That's thing and thinking always another. Said about him. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, so all that is is just that. We're not going to wait for the government to help our kids. Right. We're not going to do that, guys. We are not going because all of us come into contact with one child that right, needs right. help. It all Each one of us here needs to really make it a point to say, you know what, I'm going to be of service to that person. Not every boy has a mother like you, mm -hmm. you know. Not every boy has a a a a, a father like Robbie. Some of the fathers have, you know, and the mothers have, and vice versa. So we need to be intentional and say, how could I help you? Mm -hmm. right. You know, that's what I try to do. I try to say, how can I help you? You know. Um, yeah, but we're going to take a 10-minute break right now, and um, when we get back, we're going to try some of that cake. Yeah, Ooh, I'm ready to talk about it. Let's try that cake. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
and they fill this bottle of water up. <laughs> so as y'all can see, my plate is gone. I was not <laughs> going to leave y'all out of this pound cake situation. This is serious. She helped give back to Haiti with this. You know what you can do with pound cake? <laughs> the infamous. Y'all out there in the trap, we got this pound cake. Hey, hey. I got a whole elbow sitting over here. A pound cake. A pound cake. Oh, man. It's my favorite. Yeah, this is what, this Savannah's best. This you know is what, what you're known Savannah's for, right? Best. Absolutely. The pound cake. But it's really good. Um, the pound cake, really. Clearly. It's, I, I, I baked pound cake. Um... For Haiti. I don't even want to swallow it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to sit right here. Pause. I beg okay. Pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. Oh, man. I beg pound cake for... Wait a minute. Um, that's not a pause. Who would want to swallow it? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Okay, girl. <laughs> man, you need a cup of coffee with that. But I beg pound cake for... I big pound cake for um, uh, the earthquake, mm-hmm. and then we, people would buy them and then give the portion to um, the people of Haiti, and um, and so and you know when I began that unforgettable dream, kids, I thought, well, what a good way to raise money, really, yeah. um, by selling pound cakes. You can ship it all over, so there's no excuse. People can ship pound mm-hmm. cakes wherever, but the idea is to give five dollars to we have three organizations, to the unforgettable dream kids. To Hope for Lagunav, which is a Haitian organization, yeah. and then to um, uh, Jennifer Graham. She does a program with the uh, single um, single women minist- mm. uh, ministry that she has. Oh, my gosh. A shelter from the women ministry. So $5 of each pound goes to those organizations. And the idea also, um, like I said, I dream big. I would love to have a pound cake um, factory where we can ship all wow. these all over and have kids here that wants to bake, to cook, come and do that, you know. It's never, you know, you have to dream big, you know. If you have something that you're good at, you use it for the betterment of others. Yeah. Speaking of dreaming, <laughs> when I'm eating this pound cake, I just start thinking about R&B music, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's like where it's taking Kelly you? Honey Love just came through my you know what? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm eating this slow, man. <laughs> okay. Man. What type of, uh, what kind of pancakes do you make? Like, you got Oreo type This one, here? well, listen, oh, yeah. we have six on the menu, but we can do <laughs> whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, we had an apple one that we bought this, uh, we had a sweet potato one this past fall. Wow. We had a pumpkin one. We have a blueberry, we have mango, we have cooked, you know, mango. So we can do pancakes, wow. all flavor, but we have six, you know, we have a, a Savannah pound cake with the praline. Yeah. You know, Savannah pound cakes when some, every tourist should not leave town <laughs> without a Savannah pound You heard cake. it here. <laughs> all right. So we, we need to um, promote that and, and have it and, and build, build something for, for our kids here. You no, know? We the, oh, go ahead. Sir. No, you good, man. What's He's the, still in heaven over there. What, go ahead. What's the, what's the best pound cake that you, it's the, like the top seller? It remains the sour cream. Sour cream? <laughs> yeah, it remains the sour cream. You know, we also have a rum pound cake, a wine. Oh, my gosh. Mm. I forgot about those wine pound cakes. <laughs> we have two. We have a red wine pound cake, and we have a just white wine pound cake. That's up your alley. For mm-hmm. the holidays. Really company. yummy. We got somebody in Savannah by the name of Lakeisha Harley. She cooks, bakes good. A lot of people know her. Lakeisha. Uh-oh. She's coming. <laughs> <laughs> like she coming, and, you know. 
She coming, Keisha. I'm telling you. It's real good. It's real good. Man, I, I, I'm kind of jealous that y'all even still got something. Cause I'm... Save her mind. See? See? <laughs> See? That's mine. is out of here. Yeah, so, but the pound cake, you know, could be something that with the right promotion and going from all over could be really a key to sort of like help the unforgettable Dream Kids mm-hmm. organization because that is going to go big. And it's not going to be a Belinda program or a Belinda organization. Mm-hmm. Like I told people, I was doing a vision board. I said, it's me, you, 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 all of us are going to do that together because there's no way. God gave me the vision, the platform, and I will never be able to do it by myself. And yeah. we are called to serve, and that's what we should do. Mm-hmm. How can people get the pound cake? Because I'm quite sure y'all looking at my face <laughs> right now, man. Y'all want to know how can I, I want to try this too. How can, how First can of all, they should the stop at the shop. Pull up. There Unforgettable you go. Pull Bakery. Up. First of all. Pull up. <laughs> 238 Eisenhower Drive. Unforgettable Bakery, you Don't know. Don't be late. And you we open from um, 10 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 10.30 to 4. And then after you've tried it, because I promise you that we cannot not have pound cake, because every day people come and say, where's the pound cake? <laughs> <laughs> and so you can begin to tell people about it. Of course. It's right okay. next to Jazzy Cuts. If you go get a haircut, it's right next to Jazzy Cuts. So when you get your cut, cut. Let's get you a piece of pound Look at that. It's got him all mm-hmm. discombobulated over there. I don't want to talk no more, man. It just took over me. And so um, so that's, that's, that's the idea behind it. But I want to say that we don't all just do pound cake. We have cakes for all occasions. For those of you who are getting married. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Anniversary. One-stop shop. For those of you. Oh, yeah. We, 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 you know, so we have chocolate cake, strawberry and cream, and all of them are amazing. And so the pound cake is sort of like what I want to ship. You know, mm-hmm. so everybody can taste what they're unforgettable. But we have cakes in house that is outstanding. Our key lime cake, our carrot cake, our red velvet cake, our um, strawberry and cream cake, the chocolate cake remains mm. the best selling cake in the shop. Mm. There you go. There you go. And so we have that. Number also. One. So for those of you who have your Valentine is coming soon. Yeah, you're gonna be busy. <laughs> Look Let's at this send one. them. You know, and and also you know follow us on Facebook. Unforgettablebakery.com and like us. If you yeah. really like, you know, like us and let people know that we are there and we are a bakery with a purpose and we are here to serve and we want to reach out to people in Savannah okay. and just help awesome. as many as we can. Awesome. So you, what? you said? I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I was watching you the whole time. I'm like, I don't even think he's going to, we don't want to put it in his mouth. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Ah, though, see, he has even left. <laughs> So I want to ask y'all a question. You know about you heard about the H and M, you know, little discrepancy they had going on. Mm-hmm. It said something about the coolest monkey in the jungle for the kid. How, how do you feel about that? Did, did you hear about it? The H and M. Yeah, uh, they used the, they no, used a younger black kid model with a green hoodie on that said, when "I am mm-hmm. I'm the coolest monkey of the jungle." Oh my goodness! And then they had another picture of a white kid with a hoodie and said, "I survived the jungle." Oh my yeah. god. Well, you know, you know what? I am all about really um, (laughs) some of the things that you hear, you sort of like, you know, have to say, you know what? I'm not that. 
Right. You cannot yeah. respond to everything that people say about you. Sometimes you're giving people what they want. Because you yeah. know when people when people when you start explaining yourself, mm -hmm. when you start, you know, arguing with people, you lose focus. Yeah. Agreed. We will not lose focus because we're not no monkey. We exactly. are God, children created by God. We are beautiful, just like with my hair. Yes, I am just. <laughs> I don't my need somebody to tell me that I'm beautiful. Kid you not. Self worth. You gotta know yourself. Because you need first. to know yourself that you are beautiful, just the way God created you. Mm -hmm. Right. So don't let somebody tell you because my skin is dark when I was younger. Oh my God. No, I am beautiful, and I don't need somebody to validate that for me. Right. And my hair is going to be like this. That's what I, you know, we, whatever we like, whatever we want to do, this is our God-giving privilege, and we should do that. So we cannot, you know, we, you know, and, separate, and it's like, what do you say to somebody like that? Really? Mm. I mean, are you so hate? Why do you have to go there? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I think that a lot of the things that we hear, make us lose focus on what's the matter. How much really going on. You know, how much we want to be impactful, how we want to serve and love, how we want to empower, how we have to get a vision, how we have to, that's the only thing that we can do. In order to be great, is not to tell somebody, it's not to talk about somebody, but it's to help somebody. Mm -hmm. I feel that a lot of Haitian kids come and want to, to sort of, they, and I don't know his family, you know, it's like different kind, you know, different class, and mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm just speaking in general. Some of them feel like they have to act like black people, black American. Mm -hmm. Some of them mm -hmm. feel like they, they, mm -hmm. they, they're not, you know, because, you know, when you come as a Haitian person or as an immigrant, right, you don't feel well, you don't feel, Welcome. you're not fit, fit you, you know, you're not fit in. So you're a black kid, you want to fit in like your, you know? Right. Well, then I would tell him, like, if you're so freaking talented, why don't you find somebody who can promote you? Because you would find it. Why do you go that route? You know what I'm saying? Right. He's so talented, he could right. make a big impact. However, you know, and I was reading briefly about him, you know, they never knew about him. Now he's well known, and now look at what he's doing. So yeah. I think, I'm thinking that, and, and I'm not talking about, better about Americans, you know? Right, right. I'm not saying that. But why don't we get a good, like you guys, somebody that can, hey. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, truly, somebody that can be, if you want to be identified with somebody and if you want right. to fit in, right. fit in with the right crowd, not with the wrong crowd. As you come, you're not, you don't speak English, you try to fit in and then you can go either right. like that or you can say, you know what, I'm going to follow the, you know? Yeah. So that's what I think about it. And I, and I don't know him. I'm not, my daughter says, Mom, you just not end that culture. It's, it's that whole syndrome. You can't beat them, join them. Kodak, you know, Mr. I, Kate. That's what I remember is. in the late 80s, early 90s, when, they, when, when a lot of Haitians were just coming, and Cubans, when they, first, when they were coming over to America um, from the whole Fidel Castro situations, you had the Cubans and then you had the Haitians coming in as well. A lot of people used to pick on them in school. Oh, yeah. A call them HBOs. Oh, yeah. I know you know what that means. Yeah. You know, and it, I used yeah. to watch them go through it, get into a lot of fights. Right. And then I see them now, those same people, when I go back home, they're doing well. Oh, my you gosh. Know? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. You can't do that. You just give. Now, 
if we set them, some all of us here we're doing good, right? Some of the kids they choose the other route, you know. It's the same way in every community, you know. And and some of them choose for themselves who they're gonna follow. And yeah, they're gonna do well. The one that want to do well, they're gonna do well. They're gonna go to school, mm -hmm. they're gonna graduate guys, they're gonna go to college and they're gonna become they can become musician. They can become professors. They can become you know, God you know, God knows. But I, I, I have the privilege of knowing people in the Haitian community here in Boston, Chicago, wherever we are, we make an impact. Except uh, uh, Jean-Baptiste Jean Dussable is the one who uh, um, went and, and created or founded uh, Chicago. So we've been around the United States for a long time. And we are going to be here because we're going to impactful. We're going to send a lot of children in Savannah to um, college, to trade school. And it's not going to be done with it's one amazing. person. It's all of us who's going to do it. That's awesome. I'm, I'm definitely inspired. Um, again, like I said earlier, to just to be able to be in your presence and listen to your story. It's just, it's so amazing. And in any way that I can help support, I, I'm all about it. Um, for for your company, like I said, I gave you some contact mm -hmm. for somebody else mm -hmm. um, in the city that I think could really um, benefit from you um, as well. But um, guys, we but out here, we found out where she, all of her contacts are on Facebook. We got that right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we yeah. gonna get out of here. Yeah, all right, and we out. And you looking for me? You can catch me outside of two thirty eight Eisenhower before it open. The <laughs> <laughs> chap lips with an ashy face scratching, looking for that pound cake, because I got to have it. It's real good. Y'all should try it. All right, Come unforgettable on. lip lifestyle. I'm T. Will. The boss. Dub J. And Belinda Baptiste, unforgettable bakery. Stop by and see us, would you? Yeah. All right, and we out. Yeah, you all with Lit Lifestyle Podcast. Lit Lifestyle. And if you see me in the street, say what?